The latest hits and the greatest memories. On Fresh. Fresh. 107.9 FM. Hi, I'm Ozzy Yuma, and I'm always tuned in to my favorite radio station. Fresh. Fresh. Look what I brought for you. Yeah, I'm coming out straight this time I'm coming out with a little of my own kind of peace of mind I'm doing it my way this time Like I'm not gonna bore you with some flimsy kind of piece of rhymes So pull a cushion, sit back, relax and listen To this introduction of me, myself and my mission My vision is to let you all see That there's more to this life than just faking up reality Yeah, reality I wake up in the morning and I stretch out my feet Say I thank you, prayer, then I brush up my teeth A little exercise and then I grab something to eat Put on a piece of cloth and I step out into the street Then into the studio just to cook up some beat Later to the club to make the people feel the heat Make an honest living and I'm proud about it Making sure that all my mistakes I don't repeat Like I mind my own business and I don't give a shit I say what's on my mind, I don't have time to edit Got to thank the Lord that he's on me on me feet Oh, praise the Lord, he give me power to defeat If you give me stone instead of to give me meat I try to pan it and I try to forget it Everybody know that me too legit to quit Everybody know that me physically fit Everybody know that me humble and cool But some people them take me for a full of neighbor Never give another man yabaho So the reason why I say for neighbaho Is that I got my conscience by my side Got peace of mind inside for neighbaho No matter what them do I'm going to make my dough So the reason why I say for neighbaho Is who got us blessed No man can curse No man can curse Some people will say some things I will cut like a knife I know some people will say that I might never find a wife But I'll do my thing my way, oh my brother, no be fine Sometimes I might be wrong, sometimes I might be right But I keep my head straight and I'll keep my game tight Cause waiting I didn't see that a future where they pride Got to have it all, not just a bite Got to have it all, not by power, not by might But cause Kenny's music got my back day and night And the almighty Lord, him never let me leave inside But upon on top of that, I still feel my people pride So I promise you, I go use my music to the shine the lighter I no go call the firm, like say I know the shite I go bear my mind, I go bear I'm black and white Just because I say I know finish school Some people, them, they take me for a fool of Nehibaro Never give another man, yabaho So the reason why I say for Nehibaro Is that I got my conscience by my side Got peace of mind inside of Nehibaro No matter what them do, I'm going to make my dough So the reason why I say for Nehibaro Is who got us blessed, no man can curse No man can curse
Fresh 107.9 FM. Good morning to you. Thank you really for joining us. Uh, this Wednesday is the night of March 2022. It's platform this Wednesday, the second installment of the program. Great to know you're there. Uh, Two-faced DBO, the song of an Baga. Kickstarting things this morning. Uh, that song, because uh, from many years ago, uh, one of the songs that a lot of us enjoyed listening to uh, from a man that many regard as a legend as far as kiss, uh, Nigeria's e-pop is concerned. Wally Bakar is my name. Great to have you join us this morning. Well, uh, this uh, morning, I'll be speaking with a couple of uh, individuals as regards the building profession. Uh, It is the Builders Week uh, this week. I'll be getting to understand their profession, uh, what builders do. Uh, There's a lot of individuals involved in the built sector. And um, a lot of people uh, do not uh, get the concept of what builders do, what their job is, what their role is, as far as this sector is concerned. We'll get a lot of answers into those questions this morning. But before that, uh, let's bring you up to speed about a couple of things happening across uh, the country. Because uh, in case you missed it, uh, there's a lot of reactions that have been trailing the federal high court of Abuja ruling as far as the case of the Abonyi State. Governor Dave Umai is concerned. Uh, Governor Mai has been reacting to the judgment alongside his party because uh, the uh, party uh, that have uh, been the favoured as far as the judgment is concerned, the PDP, they say that they've submitted names to INEC already as regards those that will be replacing Governor David Mai and his deputy, uh, Professor Igwe. Uh, Governor Mai, by the way, uh, says uh, he will remain as a governor of Ebony, saying that he's sorry for Nigeria's judiciary, uh, saying some very interesting things about Justice Iangeko, uh, who gave that judgment uh, yesterday. Justice Eko, of course, had ruled uh, that um, Governor Mai uh, could not move votes meant for the PDP to the APC, which he has since defected to, uh, ends saying that the governor should vacate his seat and um, INEC should do the needful as far as filling those positions. Reactions here and there. Uh, lawyers, legal experts are talking about it, uh, saying uh, that uh, precedence is what should be looked at. Uh, of course, uh, we'd have to wait and see uh, how it pans out. What will be the legal reaction? Uh, of course, we've heard his reactions as far as what his uh, position, as far as what his opinion is about the judgment. But um, how quickly we'll be getting uh, an appeal uh, to the judgment is what remains to be seen. To be seen. Uh, of course, uh, quite a number of um, interesting opinions have trailed the ruling uh, by the Federal High Court in Abuja yesterday. By the way, uh, the Senate also reacted to the ruling against it amending the Electoral Act. Uh, the uh, Senate yesterday, during their plenary, uh, began moves to amend the 2022 Electoral Act. They, in that process, disregarded a Federal High Court order restraining the National Assembly from tampering with the newly amended act. The Senate President Ahmed Lau and Jaron Plenary yesterday said the Constitution stipulates separation of powers and the judiciary cannot stop another arm of government in performing its roles in a democracy. Senator Lawan, uh, who was speaking during the first reading of the amendment of the Electoral Act, uh, said that... Um, uh, it is because uh, uh, the job of the judiciary to make laws and make corrections as they deem fit. Uh, the job of the legislature, rather, to make laws and make corrections as they deem fit, uh, saying that the constitution is clear as far as separation of powers is concerned. He says the judiciary, under no circumstance, can stop the legislature, the National Assembly, from performing its legislative duties. We know what our due processes are. Those were some of the words of um, the Senate President Ahmed Lawan. Uh, during plenary 
um, yesterday. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the Deputy Inspector General of Police in charge of Force Criminal Investigations Department, Joseph Egbunike, is dead. Until his death, Egbunike was in charge of the highest investigating arm of the Nigerian Police Force. A source uh, confirmed this morning that the police investigation boss died on Tuesday night after he was rushed to a hospital in Abuja uh, due to a brief illness. DIG Egbunike was due to retire from service in the next two months. In late 2021, investigators suspended DCP Abakiari but did not indict him. Well, uh, really sad uh, the development. A prayer case is that he saw rest in peace. Uh, a man was being involved uh, in a lot of um, interesting cases as far as the police is concerned. The DIG of police in charge of Force Criminal Investigations Department, FCID, uh, Joseph Igbenike, uh, passing on uh, late yesterday, at least that's according to uh, sources uh, from the police and of course uh, from his family. Uh, we pray that uh, those that are close to him, his friends, his associates have the fortitude to bear the loss. There are a lot of things we'd expect to happen later this week. Uh, we expect that there will be uh, talks from the Academic Staff Union of Universities as regards uh, the new committee set up to renegotiate uh, the 2009 agreement, although uh, we've had some comments uh, from uh, various uh, branches saying it is interesting that the federal government has decided to renegotiate ASU, by the way, uh, say that they have no interest in calling off their current strike until the federal government accedes to their demands. We'd have to wait and see how that pans out as well. There's still quite a number of things expected for the week. Yesterday saw the uh, governorship primary in Oshun, the PDP, holding parallel primaries as expected. Uh, the man who was tried a couple of times, Ademola Adeleke, uh, was declared winner in one of the uh, primary elections that were held because uh, uh, there was uh, also another uh, that um, happened where uh, the chief electoral officer of the Oshipiri Prabi, uh, Sekibo, uh, said that um, Adeleke won that election uh, over 1,800 votes with the rest of the five candidates of the ballot sharing just five votes. As it stands, it remains to be seen what the PDP will be doing as regards uh, the fact that there was a primary, uh, parallel primary. Remember the APC held their own primary some weeks back where the incumbent governor, Gary Tola, was declared winner. Of course, uh, there were quite a number of um, intrigues as far as that is concerned as well. Uh, you would not be surprised. That has become a constant as far as our polity is concerned. Remember the election happening later this year in July, uh, still some days before uh, the election, July 16th precisely, uh, when that election will happen. Well, those are some of the updates of things happening around us. Good morning to you. Welcome to Platform. Uh, we'll take a pause when we return. It'll be time to introduce our guests and get into our business this morning. Facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live is where you watch us. You can share the videos, drop your contributions or questions as we go on. Twitter is available as well at Fresh FM. I'll be on Twitter. It's Platform. Please don't go anywhere. Sunday, 13th, 6 a.m. 
Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. Thank you for joining us. Platform this Wednesday on Fresh 107.9 FM. In case you're just joining, I did uh, mention earlier uh, that I'd be speaking uh, with uh, uh, representatives of uh, the state uh, chapter of the Nigerian Institute of Building uh, in Ogun State uh, because the... Uh, there's the national body of uh, builders uh, that um, has, uh, of course, has been involved uh, in getting a lot of Nigerians to understand the various differences or different individuals or professions that are involved in the built sector, the built environment. And sometimes, uh, even personally, um, some of these professions, uh, some of us can't even tell them apart from the other because we just do whatever we want and just give jobs to whoever and just uh, give them the same names or the same definitions. And uh, sometimes you need those clarifications. Well, uh, the builders in Ogun State, they're having their week uh, this period, and I just uh, it's just uh, totally appropriate uh, to get to know about their profession the more as they celebrate their week. Well, joining us on the program this morning uh, is the state chairman of the Nigerian Institute of Builders uh, in Ogun State, uh, Builder Demola Lufemi Adelike, is in the studio this morning. Good morning, sir. Uh, great to have you join us. Could you move closer to the mic? Please wait. Uh, all right. Also with us is uh, is the former chapter chairman of the NIOB in Ogun State, Abudalaleko Olusegun Gushala. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Uh, great sir. to have you join us yeah. as well. Uh, I know that um, last year uh, was it? I, I can't remember whether it was the week or it was uh, the election that was happening last year, and it was uh, an eye opener for me personally because I had to I had the opportunity of um, you know getting an idea of what builders do and you know the fact that there was actually a body of builders uh, you know usually uh, from the angle of the ordinary person we all just look at everybody uh, in the built environment and say well engineers or architects and we just you know encapsulate all of you uh, with, with just one term uh, could, could you as simply as you can uh, tell us what builders do or simply put who are builders in essence Okay, good morning, listeners. Good morning, the presenter. Like uh, you have just mentioned, we'll quickly go straight to the point and just make it very simple. Uh, I think the other illustration you are trying to record the other time was during the election when you uh-huh. came in mm. and you were asking that you find it difficult to understand that it's a particular body being named Nigerian State of Building. We are builders by profession, and uh, what we do basically in the built environment is anything that has to do with building constructions. And uh, the major role that is assigned to builders 
generally in the built environment is the management of building production process. Just like we have in every other sector, we have different stages coming after one another to actually achieve the desired result. Similarly, in the built environment, we are building, going through different phases, different processes. And those people that have been saddled with this responsibility of managing the production process of building construction are the ones we term the builders. And uh, the, 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 name, the name of the body is the Nigeria Institute of Building. Nigerian Institute of Building. Basically, we, we originated from uh, the Institute of Building, UK. When they started then, it was way back in 1887 or thereabout, if I'm right. And 1834, 1834. So we, we, we migrated. Those set of students that went abroad to study building then, that were Nigerians, upon return back to the country, they formed the Nigerian chapter of the okay. Institute of Building. And over time, by 1967, the Nigerian chapter got its independence from the Institute of Building UK. The Institute of Building UK now being known as the Shatter Institute of Building. I believe everybody knows that they are a worldwide organization and there's a professional body too that house every built professionals in the built environment industry. You know, the, the, the construction um Environment is, is one that has so many associations. Uh, you cannot count the number of associations you'll find in the construction industry. Uh, and you, some of these things, because you are professionals, uh, you would look at it and say, ah, it's, it's supposed to be easy for you to understand. It's supposed to be simple. But I, I, I don't think it is entirely easy because when you talk about uh, the building uh, production process, or did you say building construction? Uh, yeah, the production process. The production process. I'm guessing there are various stages of that process. So, uh, could you talk us through the process? Make, make it as simple as possible for us. Where do the builders or where does the builder come in? Now, maybe in I should process? start from this particular perspective. In the built environment, there are about seven number of professionals okay. that are involved in the built environment. There are other sectors too, but in the built environment, we have seven professionals involved, starting with the architect, we have the builders. We have the engineers, we have the town planners, we have the surveyor, we have the estate management and valuers, and then we... Which other one again? Land surveyors. I, I think I've mentioned land surveyors. Yes, surveyors. You mentioned surveyors. Yes, yes, they are, they are yeah. seven in all. They're seven. The quantity surveyor. Okay. Quantity surveyor. That makes the number seven list. The quantity surveyor. All right. So, all of us together in the built environment, what we do basically is to ensure that the production of building is produced in a safe manner and in a manner that is sure to guarantee the safety of the occupant. And everyone at every stage comes to play his own role. Like the building production process I was talking about the other time, the, the, like we know the traditional method made us to understand that the first professional to get involved in the construction of building or any construction so whatsoever is the architect because he's the one who designs well, it depends on the building you are talking about, though, but it depends. But, it depends. But, but, but let, let's let's make it official, yeah, we, because these buildings around, I'm not sure a lot of architects get involved in some of these buildings, and but. that is why we are here today. <laughs> One of the reasons why we need to discuss this so that we enlighten the general public, mm -hmm. because the theme of this year builders week is titled "Building with Integrity." Okay, building with integrity. Our preaching these days is that we should all work together to ensure that integrity is put in place in our professionalism. Mm. The architect 
should not cross the boundary to do the job of a builder. And the builder also should not even go beyond this boundary to do the job of an architect. Like you have seen the other time that uh, it depends on the building. Because there are a lot of things going on in the city in, around us today. You just hire a bricklayer and uh, I need a three-bedroom bungalow. And you will tell your guy there's no problem. We can usually make you one. And then... Before yeah, you open your eyes, he's one that draws you or whatever for you. Yes, he will just cash it. And nobody goes through that and say, you want to go through the approval, you want to go through the planning authority to get this thing approved before going through the production. Now, you, you were, you know, beginning to talk about, uh, you know, the various uh, bodies, uh, what the expectation is. Now, we know you mentioned a couple of um, professions involved in the built environment. Uh, the architects we know, we have a fair idea what the architects do. We have a fair idea of the surveyors and all of that. Although I'm not, I'm not sure if I know what the county surveyors do. I know what the land surveyors do. Uh, the asset managers and valuers, the town planners and all of that. So where, where, where does the builder come in? Uh, is, 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 is the builder, uh, because from the word here, it sounds the builder comes in as regards the, the main construction process. So where, where does the builder come in? Well, the, 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 the basic understanding of an ordinary man outside there is that whoever can put blocks upon blocks, mix mortar together to carry out one exercise in construction or the other, is known as a builder. Okay. And, but that is not the truth. A builder is that person who has been trained, probably through post-technical education or university education, who has gone through this professional body of ours, Nigerian Institute of Building, and has been presented before the Council regulating the provision of building in Nigeria, Coburn, the Council of Registered, building, Registered Builders of Nigeria, mm. and certify to be a professional builder. And that is the only person you can refer to as a builder. Any other person short of that is no other person than a quack. It's a quack. So it's, it's somewhat safe to say that there are a lot of quacks out there who are doing jobs that they are not supposed to be doing. Or we're doing jobs that are the builders should be doing. Now, um, well, let's 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 let uh, the current chairman rest a bit and you know talk to uh, builder Gunjola. Uh, okay, please, is it says I think. Uh, anyway, um, I, I was um, saying he, he was talking about you know the, the fact that anyone who hasn't gone through a couple of processes cannot be regarded to as a builder. You know, bringing up the issue of quackery. Uh, in the job, and and you know, brings me to the question for for the average individual, uh, you know, of course, uh, constructions vary uh, as regards magnitude and you know how seriously we take them. For the average individual, uh, what is the responsibility of a builder to the average individual who wants, you know, uh, I don't want to call any building regular, but you know, you, you just give the example of a three-bedroom flat, for example. What is the jo- what is the role of a builder in that kind of business transaction or that environment? Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, what I can tell you is that uh, a lot of us are ignorance, ignorance in the sense that we do we patronize the quack. You, for example, you are a professional in your own field, and you need to get something done. I think the first thing you need to do is to make inquiries. You want to build a house? The first point, the first contact you meet is the architect who put on the design for you. Then from the architect, then you look for a builder who put on the, uh, the production process. 
But because of the society we live in, that uh, we don't patronize professional, we just tell our friends in the office or our colleagues within the neighborhood that I want to do this, I want to do this. The next thing it tells you is that I know one Baba Akim somewhere along Yanomachari there, then you call him and he say, okay, oh God, don't worry, I'll put it down for you. you what do you want? I need a, a two-bedroom, don't worry, don't mind those uh, builders, don't mind those architects, don't mind them, don't mind, I will do it for you, this and this, this and this, blah, blah. Before you know, it's already on the site and uh, it's asking you that went to school to say, okay, buy this social number of blocks, buy this social number of cement, buy this number of this. You won't put a call through in the afternoon. Ah, please, sir, the cement is exhausted. And the next thing is, okay, okay, I'm coming. Whether you sold your cement or not, you don't bother because you don't do the needful. And as such, what do you expect? You see a lot of uh, a building around with cracks within the neighborhood or building that is not well approved and, uh, and a lot of people are just doing the way they like. And this thing has to be stopped. And who can stop this is the government. Thank God for the government of the day that they are trying to put a lot of things in shape to cut, to curb this maintenance of a quackery and a building without approval and collapse of building within the neighborhood. Mm. Well, uh, first of all, we should apologize in case there's some babakim listening to us in the Anomotary. Uh, no one is, you know, <laughs> integrating whatever you do. But, Builder uh, uh, Delicate, let's, you know, get to talk about because he mentioned, uh, of course, uh, the resultant effect of not. Uh, patronizing professionals is that there would be a lot of hazards in our environment. Uh, we know the number of times we've heard of building collapse. Uh, we know the number of times we've heard of uh, building failures uh, in, in a lot of uh, ways. Uh, what What is your body or what is your association doing as regards this to, you know, to what are you doing to stop the occurrence, so to speak? Well, the, the thank you very much for that question. The the body is doing quite a lot in this regard. And uh, without mixing words, I will say categorically to you that this builder's week emanated as a result of this particular action. Because uh, 2019, if I'm right, precisely March 13, 2019, we heard of a building collapse in Lagos at Itafaji, mm-hmm. where school children were killed in that particular incident. And since then, the body took it upon themselves that, okay, we need to have what we call Builder's Day. Okay. And in doing this, they try to immortalize this incident and say every 13th of March, the Nigerian Institute of Building, wherever they are, in all the states of the Federation, we should be celebrating what we call Builder's Day. And since then, this thing has metamorphosed into having it a weak program. Like we started our own here in Ogun State chapter yesterday. Some other states started their own on Monday. And some other even started last week with several advocacy in that regard. So what, what we are preaching basically is that, like you said the other time, so many people do not even know about this profession. They don't even have an idea. They can't even place a distinction between the builder and the engineer. Like... Somebody once said to me that everybody is a builder. That the Bible also made us to understand that God is the master builder. That even in our domestic home, the women are the builder of the home. Abby. 
And so Una said, okay, fine. We might be carrying the same name with this category of people, but yet there's a particular profession that is responsible for this role of managing the production of building process. And now, in this management, this is just one of the role. This is one of the role, not the only role. There are several other roles being performed by builder in the production of building. Now, and what, when I say production of building, I talk about putting bricks upon bricks together, managing each stages of construction right from the excavation, right from the, the, the setting out rather, to excavation, to the foundation, to the block working foundation, up to the roof stage and to the handing over of the building. And it does not even stop there. And throughout the life occupancy of that building, until that building is put to, to, to is terminated, being put to, uh, put out of use. And so the builder is still active because we're also in charge of building maintenance. We're also in charge of building surveying, detecting cracks, detecting failure, detecting cost, uh, faults in building. A builder is also in charge of managing everything that has to do with the, 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 the smooth operation of building works. And how does he do it? He, do this, he does this by preparing a production document. Because when they start the building production, they will have a document that will be guiding them stages by stages, step by step, of what needs to be done at each stages of work to, uh, to the other. And so, with all these roles being aligned to the builders, I think there is a wide margin, if we look at it critically, there is a wide margin between us and an engineer who is only responsible for the designing and detailing of reinforcement or structural frames in the building. But when it comes to managing supervision, ensuring that things are done to details, ensuring that works are done and monitored properly, the builder is the one in charge of that particular aspect. And that is why we are trying to sensitize the general public. That we are not saying that, okay, builders should take the entire role, take, hijack the whole construction industry from every other professional. We are working together. Especially in Ogun State, recently we have a particular body named Building Collapse Prevention Guild. This body just signed an MOU with the Ministry of Fiscal Planning and Urban Development on the monitoring of approvals, permits of buildings within the state such that buildings will be built to standard and to regulations of the government or the planning authority, so whichever case it may be. And so we are working that, okay, we are tired of hearing of collapse. We are tired of losing lives. We are tired of losing resources. You see, what happens when you lose a particular person or a family or relations in a particular building collapse and you cannot really compensate for that loss look at the collapse that took place the massive one uh the gerard building Uh, the one on gerard road that queen the owner died in that collapse imagine the investment there imagine the number of lives that were lost even in the process imagine that which building must have uh, the economic uh, gains that building assuming mm. there has not been that collapse imagine the economic gains that thing would have brought to the, the, the state of lagos now the whole thing just went on like that and then alas it was nowhere to be found and mm. who is paying for all this and we just discovered that all this thing needs to be put in perfect shape and thereby we need to campaign because there are a lot of people outside just like he said the other time everybody who wants to go into building must plan must have an idea of what he or she wants to do. And if you don't have an idea, make inquiries. Now, apologies to Button. You know, you, you talk about the various professionals in your business and how 
all of you uh, come together to you know get these processes com- concluded. The, the question then is, what, what is the collaboration? Because uh, are you sure you do not have a situation where particular individuals try to take on jobs that are not entirely theirs, uh, try to encroach into the you know, businesses of others or try to encroach into the business of builders, so to speak now? Because before now, uh, what we have is, uh, you know, there's, uh, in fact, because I know that that was a challenge we had because I studied engineering. I know that was a challenge we had. You know, a lot of people, uh, we, we used to, at that time, say, you can't just label everybody engineers because it's the one supervising the building or because it's the one. And then you begin to even realize that even the engineer that is fighting for his job should is probably doing things that he shouldn't even be doing or is getting involved in two things he shouldn't be getting involved in. So what's the collaboration with other professionals uh, in your sector to ensure that they also are not encroaching in what should be the job of the builder uh, from the onset? See, a very good example of that is the building last professional guide I just mentioned the other time. And apart from that, the building collapse prevention guide, we have all the built environment professionals involved in that particular body. But apart from that, there has been a lot of relationship, a very smooth one, between everyone. Because the job has been there. And every job has been outlined. Like you said the other time, apologies to one Baba Akimo, because that's the ethics. You don't want to go beyond boundary. Every profession has their own ethics, codes that governs them. Similarly, all professionals in the built environment, they all have codes and ethics that governs and gives them boundary to which area your work is limited, to which scope you can operate. And therefore, if you find any professional working outside the scope, such professional should not be called a professional, but a quack. Mm. Now, um, how accessible are builders to the, uh, to the average person? Uh, because you you can criticize Baba Akim for all you want. Baba Akim is very accessible. He's right there, you know, next street to them. And um, always getting recommended by somebody that he helped to maybe build his fence last week or, or whatever. So how accessible are builders to the very average person? Because if you're saying that uh, you know, the preaching of the, building, the Builders Association is to ensure that everybody to the smallest building... Uh, you know, uh, is talking to builders to ensure that, you know, they are doing what is right uh, to avoid collapse and uh, building stress and all of that. How accessible are builders to the average people? Uh, thank you, my presenter. We need information. And information is jamming. Mm. Builders are all over the country, especially all the state of the federation. We have a chapter everywhere in the country. If you need a builder, what you need to do is just, you ask. Every state has its uh, members. Even in the ministries, we have our members in the ministries. Every parastatus, we have our members. What we need to do is ask. The Bible says, ask, and you shall be given. So we need to ask. A lot of us do not ask. We just do as we like. You know, we like cutting corners in the country. We don't want to patronize professionals because of their fees. And how much do we charge? Our fees is not as uh, arbitrary as anyone could think about. You need to see a lawyer, you will fill a form before you see him. You need to see a doctor, you must fill a form 
you pay for consultations. So the same thing goes to us as well. What we need is the government regulations. When everything's are regulated well, there won't be any problem. The government need to give us uh, uh, the the enforcement uh, department, like it's been introduced now in the ministry. If we have real uh, enforcement uh, uh, a team that is formidable, all these menace will stop within and around. And uh, you could see even within, you see a lot of graduates who, are, who have no jobs. Some of them have taken over our profession because they have one or two brothers abroad. They, I know of someone. Um, it's uh, uh, a school site, site holder. Engineer. Yeah, he's a school site yeah. holder and he calls himself an engineer. Mm. He has helped uh, one of his friends uh, to supervise uh, uh, two buildings at Ladering. And that was the day he called me and I said, I want to see you. Uh, can you, come, can you I want this and that. Uh, this, the building is there. And I laugh at them. I said, Look at this ignorance. They are ignorant because uh, little could I do. I cannot go to the police station to report them. The only thing I can do is to report them to the association because they have contravened the rules and regulations. So we have them spring over the whole town, the whole cities, and the whole countries. But when you say that there's very little you could do, because you know, because when when we look at this very critically, uh, if you talk about the issue of building collapse, you know, uh, the chairman mentioned the various effects that it would that it has on our society, from loss of lives to the economic damage and all of that. Uh, I, I think it was some some months back. I don't know if it's been up to a year. There, there was a building that was under construction here in Abuja, and you know. I was passing by and saw that a part of the building fell off. And um, I'm sure they must have rebuilt. In fact, it's a complex that is standing out. The other day I was going to buy something there and I was really scared and I remembered, oh, this building, I hope it's safe and all of that. And, you know, you, you see a lot of that around. So many, you know, buildings that just go on. There was a time there was the issue of um, a rock that fell on a building somewhere here. And you begin to wonder how it is they were living in such a dangerous environment and, and, and all. Uh what is the because you, you spoke about you know government uh, you spoke about an enforcement team and all of that how far have you gone as far as you know enforcement as far as because sometimes in this part of the world yes advocacy is great but then sometimes you need some level of enforcement on the side to also whip people in line <laughs> we call it the carrot and stick approach so how far have you gone as far as you know uh, enforcing these on people uh, it's, uh, there's a slim chance people are going to abandon an age-long uh, process that they've continued to use, patronizing individuals that just stay around them that, that uh, over the years can say they have the experience of building houses. And truth be told, these individuals can point at one, two, maybe 50 houses that they've built and are still fine. Uh, whether they have cracks or whatever, or they, they lack the building integrity, I don't know. But how far have you gone as far as, you know, enforcing this and making sure that while you're doing the advocacy, people also get in line? All right, thank you. Well, in, in, in this area, let me just start by introducing something again, which we have not really mentioned right from the start of the program. And that is one bill that is still in the House of Assembly up to now, the National Building Code. Now, all over the world, there are codes that governs the operation of every practice, regional practice, in whichever locality they are op operating from. 
in Nigeria. You see, you agree with me that some of these collapse, as when there have been a code or an enforcement in place to really punish and sanction those people that are involved in this collapse. You see, things will have changed up to now, by now, rather. But as we speak, we still have that bill still lying there on the floor of the house, waiting for passage and then to be put to law and mm. used in the country. Assuming that one is ready, every professional in the built environment has their own role clearly stated in that code. And there are also there are punishments that will be meted out to whoever fails to do what he's supposed to do or whoever fails to do the right thing or the likes of the quacks who jump from one profession to the profession that they have little or no knowledge about and practice in that profession. Like he was saying the other time that uh, somebody who has managed the construction process for somebody suddenly will start calling himself site engineer because he has been successful in managing one or two properties. That person may have succeeded in doing that, but how long will that continue? Now, some of these collapse, if you look at them, building, there are different stages of collapse. Some, they will collapse under construction. Some will collapse long after they have been constructed. Some will fail even before they get to their ultimate lifespan. And so, there are different stages where this collapse comes in. And when you look at them critically, you begin to wonder that somebody must be doing something in that regard to ensure that building live for the number of years expected of them. If you go to Senna Climb uh, Developed Nation, you see buildings standing for 100 years and above, and they will still be maintaining those buildings. And then some of those buildings are being referred as monumental buildings. They will just... Telling you that this one has been erected as far back as 18 so so, this one has been standing as far back as 17 so so. Why? Because the work has been put to use, the work has been done properly, and maintenance are carried out regularly. It's not that you build today and you forget that okay, you no longer do anything in that house. The studio where we are, every day in, day out, you carry out maintenance from periodic maintenance, from routine maintenance, from general maintenance. And that's what keeps buildings alive. And now, when we come to enforcement, you see, each state of the Federation is trying in their capacity to ensure that the profession, the practice of profession of construction industry is being put to sanity. Like in Ogun State, we are still awaiting the passage of a particular law that will govern the operation and the construction of buildings and the uh, urban development in Ogun State. And that is the bill that has to do with physical planning and urban development law. Now, like the one you mentioned the other time, stone rolling over a building. Most of those areas, assuming they are well planned before people move in there, some of these things will have been spotted. And demarcation will have been provided there. Don't build beyond this territory. Houses should not be constructed beyond this area. All those ones will have been in the plan. And so whoever is trying to do that, it's easy for the government to say, okay, no, 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 no. There should be no building here. And that's why you see, over time, people will encroach beyond the boundary. And government will suddenly come with the art-moving equipment and pull those buildings down. And people will start crying. Oh, government is not doing well. Government is not doing this. But those areas have been earmarked long before they move in there. 
And so the enforcement too in that area should be firm in that every area that have been marked out as a safe area are well followed, properly followed to detail. And those markouts as on safe area or some area marked for industrial estate, some area marked for residential estate, some area marked for recreational uh, building facilities. Mm. Some of them have been put together now. Everybody just build up as early and nobody cares about what comes next. And so in this area, there has been advocacy that government should help in making sure that the enforcement is put in place, that people build right and they build according to regulations. Mm. Now, um, you know, because as, as I pointed out earlier, uh, it, it might be tough to get people to you know leave things that they've been doing for so long, and uh, you know, a lot of advocacy would be required, you know, in this regard. Uh, you uh, spoke about you've mentioned various laws that are still pending and that uh, should help in regulating all of these things. I know that the uh, Ministry of Physical Planning under the current government has uh, done some uh, breaking down, so to speak, uh, to have. Uh, so different, different functions for different agencies. What was what, 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 the role of builders in, in this breaking down that they've done? Yes. Or what has been the collaboration? There's a particular department wherein builders are well represented. Okay. And that department is the Building Production Management Agency. Okay. Now, this Building Production Management Agency, and if you don't, if you remember, I said earlier that one of the main functions or role of the builder is the production, is the management of building production process. So, they go there they manage the production process. They check whether buildings are built in line with the drawings submitted, whether they are done in line with the approval gotten from the government. And so they go out there, they check standard, they check material use, they check the professionals on site. And like we've been doing, emphatically, that people should try and engage professionals, not just any other person, not just quack. And this particular agency has been doing a lot in this particular area. They have been doing wonderfully well. And it is this particular agency that signed the MOU between them and the body I mentioned the other time, the Building Collapse Prevention Guild. Okay. And the MOU is to ensure that, okay, fine, they realize that they don't have enough foot soldiers, they don't have enough workforce to really monitor the whole of Ogun State and check everywhere and ensure that buildings are constructed and are built right and in detail or in conformity with what is in the drawing, they now engage this body. That, okay, you, you are professionals. We understand that you understand this job. Come and help us. Let's have a synergy. You go out there, wherever we cannot get to, you help us move around and get to all those nooks and crannies of the state and ensure that you monitor the production of building, that people don't deviate from the approval gotten from the ministry. Well, I've been speaking with uh, officials of the um, Nigerian Institute of Building, uh, the Ogun State chapter, uh, the current chairman and the uh, past chairman, because uh, they're the ones on the program. There are quite a number of other officials in the studio as well. Uh, because uh, just about 14 minutes or thereabout before we leave the studio this morning, so we'd give some uh, opportunities for you to uh, get to talk to us uh, this uh, morning, because at the end of the day, desensitization is for you, uh, and, uh, the general public, to... Uh, you know, get the understanding of uh, their rules and um, what the expectation is of you. The numbers to call to be a part of the program this morning are 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. You can also call 0818 111 1079. 0818 
0101-111-1079. Those are the numbers. Twitter at FreshFM Abelkota. Facebook.com forward slash FreshFM Live is an avenue for you uh, to get to talk to us uh, this morning. Hopefully we can squeeze in one or two of your comments and contributions uh, just before we wrap things up uh, this uh, morning. Uh, let, let me ask uh, from Comrade uh, Gushola, Builder Gushola rather, uh, the... You know, the talks as regards uh, people, uh, you know, patronizing, you, you, you spoke earlier about fees and, uh, you know, which might be one thing that, that might discourage individuals from uh, going to professionals. Okay, well, I'll, I'll just hold that thought. We'll get into that in a moment. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning to you. <clears throat> okay, so my name is Wally. I'm calling from Apple All right, good morning, Wally. Talk to us. Please, um, your guest has spoken very well. But please, I want to call their attention to a few things that need to be corrected. Okay. Firstly, they should make that service accessible. Now, I'm one of those that you guys are just alleged now that you have just, um, you have just kneeled. Side. I do do this yeah, for my brother's uh-huh. Can you hear me? I'm with you. Go ahead, sir. Okay. So now, and aside from being accessible, most of their professionals we're not sincere. We have given out both duties completely from here to that expedition to somebody. That's not even a crack. That's not even a, 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 a roadside do that. Mm-hmm. Professional, like you said, they messed up. They messed up the phones, they messed up the mind, they messed up everything. Now, the last one I did for my brother, he said, if you are not doing it, just sell that happening. He's not ready to pass it money with anybody. But they have shown him a lot. Engineers, so, 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 engineers, so, 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 so. I'm saying that. That is one of the reasons why people prefer to patronize that are close to them, that they think that somebody abused or somebody and abused or somebody, they are closer to them. That's number one. Okay. Then number two, the process, the government needs to streamline the process. My brother, you can get an approval from land and you see what I'm talking about. Just try. Not even talk of, not, 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 not talk of you taking a, a, a certificate of occupant. So the government also has a lot of this. They need to check me because they make it very simple. Right, I should be able you. to get an approval at the maximum of two weeks. All right, thank so you. those are the things that they need to check. Thank you. Right. Well, th- thank you very much. Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Uh, just before I get to my earlier question, uh, you know, we we spoke about the issue of accessibility earlier, and you know, he's talking about accessibility, he's saying he, he, they've patronized professionals before that mess things up and all of that. Uh, all I know is in whatever profession there would be bad eggs, but we'll, we'll just hold your thought. Hello, good morning. Just note that, please. Good morning. Yes, good morning. How are you, sir? I'm fine, thank you. How are you too? What's your name? Where are you called? Yeah, well, my name is Godwill. Godwill. Okay, Godwill. From where? Yeah. I'm a mistake. Right, talk to us. Yeah. Uh, thanks for that engineer's contribution and suggestion. It is a job in Nigeria. But although, as I'm talking to you, I'm not an engineer. Are you getting me? Yes. But we have the reach what we call engineer, engineer, engineer. But in Nigeria, 
Well, we were always struggling to hear you. I hope you call us back. But could you, your comments on the earlier, uh, you know, the caller <laughs> who said uh, accessibility of your services and, you know, some individuals have called us some professionals, but, you know, haven't been entirely professional in their details. Well, thank you very much. And I want to appreciate that caller. I want to appreciate him for opening up. I want to appreciate him for coming real. You see, that's one of the things we discover. And that's why the team for this year says building with integrity. You see, integrity is the key. Believe me honestly, in this country, Nigeria, where we find ourselves, there is always this culture, this Nigerian factor thing in everything we do. Mm. Everybody wants to cut corners in every area they find themselves. Give an ordinary man a little bit of power to operate for just a singular hour. I'm telling you, he will misuse it. But straight to the point, let me just quickly answer him. Now, some professionals may behave that way. And that is why we have our chapters all over the federation. Now, should you not please be pleased with any of the professionals? You see, you are free to come to the chapter secretariat. Like in Ogun State, we have our secretariat at uh, SC Yard, Builder Center, SC Yard to VIO Office, uh, Quarry Road, Abelkuta. We are, our website is nilbogun.org. We have our email, gateway67, gateway67 at gmail.com. We have nilbogun at gmail.com. Our phone number, we can read it out. But if, 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 if anyone is not really clear with our services, such a one is free to approach the secretariat and report such an individual. In as much you can identify that this person is a builder and a registered one. Now, the council I mentioned the other time, the Council of Registered Builders, has given us a zeal and a registration number. And that registration number is applicable to everyone, one particular person. And once we can nail one person who is involved in my practices and a shoddy job, such a one will be delisted. It's in the rule, it's in the constitution of the council that once you can find a professional who is not practicing according to the code and ethics of the profession, such a one should not be called a professional in that regard. And we are only waiting for such an individual. If we find anybody like that, just come. Report such a person, or you can get in touch with our national secretariat or our state secretariat and report part that particular fellow. You know, um, b because of our time, l let me quickly ask because uh, um, you mentioned the. I know that because uh, if you are going to be a builder, you must have gone to school to study it. Uh, but is that, is that an avenue for? Um, yeah, I'm just asking for somebody. Is that an avenue for? You know, these individuals that you know have have done this job. Uh, unofficially uh, to, you know, maybe regularize their situation? So is, that, is, that, is that possible? You, you see, if we should allow something like that, well, in some nations of the world, you hear of the word pupillage. Okay. And even here in Nigeria in those days, when you finish from school, a fresh graduate will still serve under a registered or a professional mm. as pupillage. Mm. We'll be doing this pupillage there for particular number of years, say one or two years. Not that he has not gone through the official training, but he needs to be put through the professional practice mm. so that he can understand the practical practice of that profession when he or she gets outside to practice in the industry. And so, if somebody is coming from an informal background, sorry, using that word, informal background in that he has not gone through either well, polytechnic... that's the word, informal. Yeah, that, that is informal. Mm. He has not gone through technical education or university education 
to really learn about building programs and now wants to do professional exam and be registered. Because the prerequisite to being registered with the professional yes. body is the training. Because most of these programs in our polytechnic and universities are accredited by this professional body. Mm. And so there is no way anybody coming from any formal background True. will True. not come and then say, you, was, you want to do a short course That's or a short program and start the profession. Mm. You see, there will be problems somewhere. True, because there's, there's a slim chance you're going to ask somebody to become a doctor after one short course. One shot. Somebody to become an engineer after yeah, some short you, course. Imagine, you although, know the number of lives that will be lost although in Although the these days, everybody's an engineer. Everybody's an engineer. <laughs> like you, yeah, you're an quite, engineer. It's quite sad, some <laughs> of the things. And, and you know, th these are issues that go beyond just the built profession. You know, these are issues that, you know, expand to a lot of other areas. Uh, we find quackery in so many areas. And I just really hope uh, that uh, this drive of yours uh, to stamp it out and um, get people to patronize the appropriate people is something that um, will uh, yield some fruit. Thank you, really, uh, for being a part of the program. I'm sorry, can I quickly morning. add something? Yes, quickly, in yeah, 30 seconds. Yeah, please. yeah. The, the, the man also mentioned about getting uh, approval from government. Oh, yes. You see, I'm not speaking for the commissioner now. We were the commissioner's office not quite long. The commissioner for the uh, Ministry of Physical Planning and Urban uh, Development. Yes, the okay. planner to your Dulami. And he made known there. Somebody was just asking at getting approved. He said, if you have done the right thing, in less than six days, you can get your paper. Every document approved. Mm. You see, the problem there is that people are just afraid. They are thinking of the old time. You go there, you have to say to somebody, you have to do this. You see, that's part of integrity. Because the integrity we are talking about these days covers three particular stakeholders. The client who wants to go into building, the government, and the professional. The government is trying to put sanity into that area now to ensure that everything is being done in a very seamless way. That you get there, you just do your work. Everything is being digitalized. Okay. And so the same thing happens to the professional. So the idea of carrying the mind that three years, two years to do approval should mm. not. Be All right. Well, because of our time, I should say thank you. Really, I don't know. I was. Uh, so you were talking about.